0: Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Talk show.
1: All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio, hard-hitting news that networks refuse to use. No doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for May 24th of the year of our Lord 2021. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law that I am, the constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide and absolutely we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. One of the peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast. You know, revolution is seriously a bad tale to tell. We don't want a revolution. We do want a peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth, though. Welcome to the broadcast. I haven't been on the radio for a couple of days. We've done a couple of re-feeds. I've been out of town. I have been celebrating my 29th year wedding anniversary. Been married for a long time, and what a wonderful blessing it is. Anyway, so took a little bit of break for that. Always worthy of our time, spending time with family. It is about God, family, country. When we talk about this stuff, folks, it's no joke. It's absolutely real to us. And so I spent a bunch of time with my wife, uh, spent some time with my daughter, who's graduating this year, my sixth child who graduates from high school. All of our children graduate in three years from high school, not four years, by the way. Kind of an interesting little tidbit. We don't believe in government schools at all. We talk about that on the broadcast. We remain, we remain true to form with regards to that as well. And uh, so our kids are homeschooled, and then when they got old enough, we put them in a private school, absolutely private, no government money whatsoever. And our children graduate from high school in three years, not four. So now I've got six out of eight kids graduated from high school. So that's some phenomenal news. So we celebrated uh, our daughter's graduation. She actually graduates literally tomorrow there's a lot of uh, events that precede the graduation that we attended and everything else so that's wonderful news and then uh, my daughter also graduates from a thing called seminary which many of you may never have heard of in your life but uh, seminary is a religious class that members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints youth enroll in all four years of high school and so it's a class every day just like when your school classes Monday through Friday or whatever And you go to seminary, and so when you get done, you've got four years in religious instruction, making you a minister with a certificate, a literal graduation certificate of study of the scriptures and understanding of of Christian beliefs and views and doctrinal uh, instruction and guidance and and education. Four years, so she's got that, and we went to that last night. It was a wonderful experience. Uh, An experience that really celebrates our dedication to Christianity. Uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints uh, it demonstrates her decision to become a follower of Jesus Christ, for her to be engaged in that ministry, to share the gospel of Christ with others by her actions, thoughts, and deeds. Anyway, just pretty cool stuff. We did that over the weekend as well. And uh, now the news that I refuse to use starts, I guess. And um, on Thursday when we were live, we had on Eldon, Eldon Stahl is his name. And he's the field coordinator for the John Birch Society, JBS.org, and their wonderful magazine, The New American.com. We also had Kurt Crosby on with Eldon. We talked about all things Liberty Local, Honeyman.com is Kurt's website. We talked about the group hired by Arizona Republicans to conduct an audit of the state's 2020 election results. I guess they thought the database had been destroyed, but now somebody discovered it. Uh, The weird, weird underpinnings of that, I don't understand. They claim public officials didn't know where the database was. All I know is I believe people are still playing games with that. We talked about the Utah House and Senate have called for extraordinary sessions to pass resolutions urging the government school State school boards to ban critical race theory. Amen to that. It's a psychotic theory that is damaging for children. It's propaganda, to say the least. We also talked about Democratic Mayor, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot is giving interviews solely to black or brown journalists. If you're white, do not apply to interview her. Anarchy USA. We talked about an incredible video by the John Birch Society. Society. It's a film called Anarchy USA. USA 1966, which documents what's happening. I mean, it couldn't be more relevant today if it tried, even though it was put together 50 years ago. Well, I'm sorry, almost 55 years ago. Wow. We also talked about America, Opa County election witness tells of shenanigans in the 2020 ballot count, the new American. Uh, That was our one with Eldon and Kurt. Our two is just Sam and Kurt. We talked about Republican Texas governor. Greg Abbott announced on Wednesday that Texas had passed an abortion ban protecting all babies as soon as their heartbeat can be detected. That's great news. We need to stand for pro-life like no others, my fellow Americans. After voting on partial birth abortion ban himself, Becerra claims there's no such law. This is Biden's Health and Human Services Secretary. Um, I guess he's been told to stop lying about things, about the fact uh, about abortion law. Bob Unra with the piece, wnd.com, doing a great job. We also talked about biologist, an emeritus University of Oxford professor, Richard Dawkins. The guy's a whack. He thinks that babies with Down syndrome or anybody with disabilities should be aborted. Drawing fire for saying Down syndrome babies should be aborted. I mean, this guy is a nutcase of all nutcases, folks. I'm telling you right now. This Richard Dawkins guy believes that anybody born with a disability makes the world a sadder place. And if they would just be aborted and then they could get pregnant again with a, quote, whole baby, then the world would be a happier place and... There'd be less stress in the world, and it would just be awesome. The guy is off his rocker, literally crazy. I mean, they need to put this guy in a round room. The guy's nuts on parade. Anyway, I couldn't disagree with him more. I stand for pro-life, and I would say that every baby is a precious, absolutely loved, and known by God individually blessing to the world. That would be my statement. And God bless them, and God bless the delight that they bring to all of us. And if we just had a heart like those babies, what would the world be like? Wow. That's my comment. California churches and places of worship are finally free to worship as they please, not as Governor Gavin Newsom demands. Matt Staver doing a great job. Liberty Action Dot org. We also talked about Rumble, an online video sharing platform has received investments from prominent venture capitalists. So that's good news. We also talked about the five Oregon counties who want us to secede Oregon and join Idaho. I guess voters in several counties, let's see, which ones are they? Lake, Grant, Baker, Sherman, and Malheur. They all approve measures to require, hey, to take steps to succeed, or to succeed, I'm sorry, and to move the Idaho border further west in order to encompass those counties. Uh, I guess according to the Hill uh, magazine, two other counties have already done so last November, Jefferson County and Union County. So now that's seven counties that want to jettison the liberal Oregon state and move to Idaho or have their counties be uh, in the state of Idaho instead. I don't blame them. I concern a little bit when we take these wonderful places and, I don't know, it's like Californians moving in. Will they want it to really be as small town and as, you know, conservative and as we hope? Or will they just try to move in and then radicalize it? Time will tell. I get the reason for their wanting to get out of Oregon. Oregon is nuts on parade. We'll talk about that as the broadcast continues to unfold today on your radio speaking of that Lowell nelson just jumped the board campaignforliberty.org ronpaulinstitute.org welcome back my friend hope you had a god family country style weekend sir
2: i did thank you very much sam good to be with you
1: man so much to talk about let's talk about this corner canyon high school basketball player he was doing great healthy as could be big tough guy and well what happened sir
2: Well, uh, on April 21st, he received his first COVID gene therapy injection. Uh, He complained of neck pain the following day, uh, and then fevers, and then incessant headaches in several days to follow that. He couldn't move his neck, really, uh, without using his hands. I mean, he was in such pain that his pediatrician thought initially that he just had a pinched nerve in his neck or something. But... Because of the incessant headaches and the fevers, uh, his mom insisted that uh, they do a CT scan. Um, That scan revealed three blood clots, uh, two of them inside of his brain, one outside of his brain. And, um, you know, you remember, Sam, two weeks ago when we discussed Dr. Jancy Lindsay's warnings to the CDC Well, she voiced three huge concerns, and one of those concerns was coagulopathy, Um, and that's what impelled her to demand that the CDC immediately halt the production and distribution of the COVID experimental gene therapy injections. But uh, her concern there was that either the blood fails to clot because you have so few platelets, or clotted blood fails to dissolve back into the bloodstream. My guess is that this basketball player suffered from the latter because some clotted blood failed to break down and ended up instead in his brain, Sam, Hang
1: tight, ladies and gentlemen. More in seconds. You are listening to Lowell Nelson on Liberty Roundtable Live.
3: As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile.
1: All right, back with you live. So this poor basketball player literally got blood clots for the Coco Vax and is very, what, very sick now, Lowell?
2: Yeah, he's still there in the hospital. He left the ICU on May 6th. That was a couple of weeks after he got the jab. But uh, he was still in the hospital a week later, so we certainly wish him the best. And but so we urge parents to avoid making guinea pigs out of your children. That's my take. Uh, this experimental gene therapy really we, it's never been a vaccine. It's not a vaccine. We don't know how it's going to affect human beings. Um, I think the alternative, Sam, is to build your own immune system. Don't go to a jab to do it. Instead, you know, eat nutritious foods, get good sunshine every day, exercise regularly, get good rest. Uh, if you take care of your body, Sam, then it will take care of you. That's my take.
1: Amen to that. Uh, I think it's important to kind of understand that, look, folks, let's be clear. You can act like these vaccines are for sure safe and effective, but ye have no scientific proof, I say to you. And I challenge you to dispute me. They are experimental at best. They are not even vaccines. All right. And this poor kid gets a blood clot. Now, as far as I understand, there's other people that are having the same blood clots and problems. And one uh, youth got the vaccine, got the blood clots. Father got the vaccine, got the blood clots, too. So I don't know if it's a certain kind of blood that this happens to more than others. I just don't know the details. But I know this now. Here's the latest headline that goes along with your point, Lowell. CDC says that vaccines may lead to heart issue in the young, meaning in the young population, and... More research is needed. They say the, int- the instance of myocarditis, is that how you say it? Myocarditis or inflammation of the heart uh, muscle has occurred frequently enough to get the attention of the CDC. Uh, that's not a good sign either. Now, this is a second side effect we're starting to document already. And we say to people, we don't know what the long-term effects of these um, experimental vaccines are. But look, they've only been out for a few months, and and sure, a lot of people have been vaccinated. Uh, But you've already found two side effects, and you don't even know what the long-term effects are. These are not safe and effective. People are getting all kinds of illnesses, and people are dying, and they're covering up the numbers of the deaths related to this, too. This is serious, Lowell.
2: It absolutely is Sam you're and you're so right on about that. They don't want these news stories out. they're not talking about them on the lamestream media and the um, another important point there, Sam, is that they um, the you know big pharma calls these injections this is this experimental gene therapy injection they call it a vaccine. why well, it's not a vaccine that contains antigens like normal typical historical vaccines did but it's simply a solution it's a, it's a it's a recombinant messenger RNA in a cocktail of drugs that uh, that you get and they call it a vaccine so that the big pharma manufacturers are immune from liability be, be because they have this agreement for, since 1986 uh, when, when Congress made drug uh, well vaccine, uh, manufacturers um, unsuable. You can't sue um, you know, a, a, a vaccine manufacturer. They're not liable. They're not held accountable uh, for any damage that might be done by their vaccines. And because of that act in 1986, if they're able to call anything a vaccine, then get it out to the public. The public cannot sue that company. So it's a nefarious, it's insidious, And, um, you know, that's the reason they call these things a vaccine, but in no way, shape or form, well, maybe form because it's uh, in a vial that you can inject. Um, In in no way is this vaccine really a vaccine. It's a cocktail of drugs uh, and messenger RNA. It's experimental gene therapy, and uh, just we we have to avoid it. Just stop. Just stop with that already. Uh, That's my take, Sam.
1: Well, and there's other solutions that are very effective, ivermectin being one of them, uh, to really reduce uh, the COVID problem. And you know what? They already say 99% plus chance you won't die even if you get COVID. Uh, Uh But then if you uh, use ivermectin, that chance is even reduced further big time. But they want to promote these experimental gene therapies. They want to lie and say they're a vaccine. They've got an agenda that's outside of Uh, the truth. And you can look at the way they're dealing with the vaccine death numbers uh, to make the point. You know, they first had these tests that you took. They ran the cycles way higher than was legitimate, showing way too many positives. Dr. Fauci even highlighted this reality. Now they're changing the number of cycles in most tests so that most people appear not to have the COVID. Uh, They've been deceiving people on the numbers about how the deaths happen. In other words, um, you know, if you die, if you had COVID, that's the cause of your death, whether you died of that or not. The list goes on and on. The number of flu deaths have dropped substantially. Uh, Then they claim, oh, it's because everybody's wearing masks and everybody's social distancing. So therefore, that's the reason they just make up. (laughs) They're not even close to scientific lies uh, about this all the way through. Well, now they're manipulating the numbers. Even worse, Mike Whitney writes about it.
5: Lowell?
2: He sure does. Uh, in this article posted at the Ron Paul Institute.org, uh, uh Kit uh, explains how the CDC is manipulating the data. They announced this policy change just about a month ago, about three, four weeks ago, Sam. The trick is in their reporting of what they call, quote-unquote, breakthrough infections. That is to say, people who are fully vaccinated against the SARS-CoV-2, but who get infected anyway. They're calling it a breakthrough infection. Well, COVID-19 has long been shown to be a fabricated pandemic narrative built on two key factors. Number one, false positive PCR tests manipulated by way too many amplification cycles. And number two, inflated case counts, you know, basically where they say anybody who receives a positive PCR test is a COVID case, even if the person never experiences and never has any symptoms of COVID. So those two factors are the basis on which they have fabricated this pandemic narrative. And so now the CDC comes along and changes their policy and says, well, we've got to lower the number of cycles employed in the PCR test all the way from 35 to 40 down to a maximum of 28. Obviously, this is a deliberate decision to decrease the number of breakthrough infections being officially reported and recorded. uh, Secondly, asymptomatic or mild infections will no longer be recorded as COVID cases. So these these two pillar-like factors, uh, uh, one about the number of cycles of the PCR test, number two, the way they catalog a, a positive PCR test or a um, uh, what they call a, a breakthrough infection, due to the change in policy on these two factors, the number of cases is going to just drop like a rock. And, um, and, 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 and so they're, they're doing that. Why? Well, probably to show that the vaccines are effective. <laughs> of course they're doing that. And if you so, in other words, if you don't have any COVID symptoms, you will no longer count as a COVID case Um, uh, even if you get the PCR test and it comes back uh, positive. So put another way, Sam, unvaccinated people will find it much easier to be diagnosed with COVID-19 than vaccinated people. (laughs) That's uh, another way to to frame this debate. But basically that's Kit Knightley's um, assessment of what's really going on here, why the CDC changed the policy, And what the results are going to be. It's going to make it the vaccine, this COVID vaccine, make it look like it is the savior of the people. Sam?
1: Well, and that's the dishonest agenda going on here. They're manipulating the numbers. And everybody should be able to see this for what it is if you dig in a little bit. Now, how the CDC is manipulating the data, uh, they're doing it in a lot of ways. We've given you some of the ways but they're trying to prop up vaccine effectiveness. Now listen to this, because it's very strange. The headline says doctors are seeing patients with COVID-19 symptoms, but it's not COVID-19. Did you hear this one?
2: <laughs> no, but I believe it.
1: <laughs> yeah, so they're saying it's not COVID-19. Um, it's not the novel coronavirus is what they say. They say it's something else now. And they're not sure what. I find this fascinating. Um, Herb Scripner um, is the author of this piece. But they say doctors in Texas are reporting seeing a number of patients who had COVID-19 symptoms. But those patients did not have COVID-19. I'll explain in just a second. Lowell Nelson, liberty.org. You're listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. Hang tight.
0: Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio.
6: USA Radio News with Lance Pride.
0: Three researchers from China's Wuhan Institute of Virology sought hospital care in November of 2019, months before China disclosed the COVID-19 virus was loose. New details on the number of researchers affected, the timing of their illnesses, and their hospital visits add to the theory the COVID-19 virus could have escaped from the Wuhan laboratory. Dr. Anthony Fauci admits now he is not convinced the COVID-19 virus has a natural origin. China has suffered two intense earthquakes in the past two days with at least nearly 3,000 foreshocks and aftershocks affecting areas across western China. Many residents and quake-hit areas of Yunnan and Shanghai provinces say they had to take rescues into their own hands, as help did not arrive soon enough. Drug overdoses killed more than 700 people in San Francisco, California in 2020, while the coronavirus pandemic, which shut down the city, killed fewer than 300. This is USA Radio News.
6: Recently, Facebook announced its ban on former President Trump, but promised to review the ban in six months. Now, Newsmax wants to know if you think Trump should be back on Facebook. Vote in Newsmax's national poll and let us know your opinion. Just text the word NORTH to 39747. That's NORTH to 39747. It takes just seconds. Make your voice heard. We'll share poll results with the 30 million people who watch Newsmax TV. Forbes calls Newsmax a news powerhouse. It's already the fourth largest cable news channel in America, with great recent guests like Donald Trump, Mike Huckabee, Franklin Graham, John Voight, Alan Dershowitz, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Mike Pompeo, and so many more. Newsmax is on all major cable systems. If your cable company doesn't carry Newsmax, call them. Tell them you want Newsmax or you can switch. So vote now in the Newsmax poll on Facebook's Trump ban. Just text NORTH to 39747. Let Newsmax and America know your opinion.
0: Members of George Floyd's family and others joined activists and citizens in Minneapolis on Sunday for a march that was one of several events planned nationwide to mark the one-year anniversary of George Floyd's death. Hundreds of people gathered for the rally in front of the courthouse in downtown Minneapolis, where the Chauvin trial concluded a month ago. The ceasefire between Israel and Hamas seems to be holding. Jeremy Scott from the Oregon USA Radio News Bureau reports.
7: Secretary of State Antony Blinken discussed the agreement that brought an end to the 11 days of fighting on
8: ABC's This Week. President Biden's focus on relentless determined but uh, quiet diplomacy is what got us to uh, to where we needed to be uh, which is to get the violence ended as quickly as possible uh, to uh, to stop more human suffering and to at least put ourselves in a position to make a turn to make a pivot to building something uh, more positive that has to start now
7: last week's ceasefire came after more than 250 people were killed and hundreds more injured in the fighting between Israel and Hamas
0: the ceasefire was brokered by egyptian authorities this is usa radio news
2: This is Lowell Nelson uh, with the Campaign for Liberty and uh, RonPaulInstitute.org reporting. Just before the break, we were talking about this notion of, uh, of uh, this sharp spike in, in cases and deaths everywhere triggered by mass vaccination uh, campaigns. And uh, this greedy, uh, this really good author here, what's his name, Mike Whitney, the author of this column posted at lewrockwell.com, was discussing why this is happening, um, you know, around the world. Uh, you know, these uh, these experimental gene therapy injections uh, are commonly known as uh, COVID vaccines. Uh, they're supposed to reduce the incidence of COVID infection. That's what this COVID vaccine is supposed to do. Uh, but surprisingly, or not so surprisingly, for those of us who've been following this, around the world, these experimental gene therapy injections appear to be worsening the situation. Uh, this from Forbes magazine, quote, Countries with the world's highest vaccination rates, including four of the top five most vaccinated, are five
1: with your live ladies and gentlemen technical difficulties seem to plague us for some reason we'll get Lil nelson back here in just a second in the meantime though we're talking about this situation folks where you know what doctors are seeing patients with covid19 symptoms but it's not covid19 doctors are explaining why there's more people with covid19 symptoms now you put that together with how the cdc is manipulating data to prop up vaccine effectiveness, article by Kit Knightley, and you begin to understand what's going on here. They're manipulating the numbers like you wouldn't believe, ladies and gentlemen. It is a tragic tale, and the more we get into this, the more they have to lie and fudge the numbers. You know what? In the past, they've been able to get away with these conspiracies, and we haven't been able to catch them at it. I submit to you that more Americans are going to wake up to the scam, and we are catching them at their shenanigans this time, okay? This is serious, folks, serious indeed to where Americans are starting to wake up and go, what is going on here, right? People are going, what's happening, right? Well, they say there's been a increase of upper and lo- lower respiratory—I'm sorry respiratory illnesses lately, As mask mandates have lifted. Yeah. Um, Now, they say if you're feeling sick, we recommend you stay home. Well, isn't that a no-brainer? Isn't that been the reality? Now, (laughs) the doctors say that they're not really surprised by this. There's other viruses that might be even more prevalent than the cocoa. Now, they say that there's a difference between colds, influenza, and COVID-19. But you know what? Folks, how do we win here? How do we know the truth? They're saying vaccinated people don't need to be tested anymore. They're manipulating the numbers and the tests. They're now coming back and saying, well, people have all these symptoms that may not be COVID-19. Where do you go from here with this kind of stuff, right? Right. I mean, pretty soon they're just going to create a disaster out of this to where you can't know anything. You can't know the truth on anything. Lol, that's where they're headed with this. And um, Kit Knightley's story documents it well.
2: Yeah, you're exactly right, Sam. Um, This is uh, the vascular disease, right, Uh, uh, as opposed to the respiratory illness. The sharp rise in the cases and deaths following the mass vaccination campaigns around the world is not related to COVID, the respiratory illness, but to COVID, the vascular disease, and 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 that's why it's so difficult. You know, when they say, you know, it's uh, it, it's uh, you know, you didn't die from COVID. Um, you know, in 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 one way, they're, they they may be right. You didn't die from COVID, the respiratory disease, but you did die from COVID, the vascular disease. When you inject these spike proteins into your body. Then uh, they, you know, these these uh, these spike proteins that uh, cause coagulopathy and that uh, cause infertility and so forth. They are what's causing the blood clots and the bleeding. They are what trigger your death. And so it's it's a new COVID vascular disease that's that's uh, killing these people. I just can't can't believe this. But like in Cambodia, they had zero deaths. Zero COVID, vaccine, uh, uh, COVID deaths before they began their mass vaccination campaign. And then what happened? After they began their mass vaccination campaign, then they began to have deaths. But no deaths prior to vaccination. They, all the deaths came afterwards. This suggests a strong correlation between fatalities that are attri- uh, that you can be attribute to the vaccine, to these experimental gene therapy injections. And so this is absolutely imperative that we halt the production of these so-called vaccines, halt their distribution, and, you know, really take a hard look at this, folks. We need, we need to know the long-term effects of messenger RNA gene therapy before we continue this experiment on the human population acting as guinea pigs, Sam.
1: Amen to that reality check, ladies and gentlemen. It's so interesting about this, too, how belligerent they are about taking the vaccine. Let me give you the headline. Senator Rand Paul from Kentucky, he's a doctor and a senator. He got the COVID-19 documented back last year. He said he will not be getting the COVID-19 vaccine. Why? Because he already had COVID-19. He's got natural immunity, he says. Well, they say that's not good enough. Rand says, I'm a doctor, it is good enough, and you're lying. Rand caught Fauci <laughs> lying already and said, you're wearing two masks. Even though you have already received the coronavirus shot and you're playing nothing but political theater here because the shot makes you immune, and if that's true, you don't need these two masks, you're playing games for theater. And Fauci argued with him for two months straight. And then Fauci came out and admitted, yeah, Rand Paul's right, I was doing it because I didn't want to create inconsistency. I wanted to be consistent. Well, what he's done is you know created a credibility crisis uh, for himself, this whacked out fauci guy. And now Rand Paul's pulling even another one saying, look, I've already got natural immunity. I don't need the vaccine. Again, Dr. Paul's right, the mainstream scientific community lying to the people. and I'm telling you this one they're going to get caught on as well uh, because if the vaccine give you immunity, but the natural immunity doesn't happen, um, then you got to ask yourself some questions. Is man above God? That's really the battle here isn't it Lowell?
2: It sure is Sam. We're playing God when we make these experimental gene therapy injections. We're trying to edit the human genome and that's playing God. You know it's like it's like man decided well we we know better than God. We we, we know how we can stop these uh, these viruses and and so we're just going to edit the human genome because because we're smarter than God, and and it's just uh, upside down, Sam. It's totally upside down. These viruses are here on this planet for a divine purpose, and uh, it's just like the mosquitoes we talked about a week or two ago. They're here, too, with a divine purpose, and it doesn't do us any favors, our human population, any favors attempting to upset that life cycle, Sam.
1: All right. There you have it. I find that fascinating. But you know what? This, again, proves they have this agenda. Nothing will work unless you follow their guidelines. Wear masks, uh, social distance, get the COVID vaccine. There's nothing you can do short of that. And then once you get all that done, they still say it's not enough. Okay, that's what I found. Find interesting. They said that, you know, would, would reach the end of this. As soon as, and then they got caught lying to that Fauci was wearing two masks, he had already been vaccinated, uh, social distancing, you couldn't do things, all the uh, guidelines. Then the guidelines changed instantly overnight. And then what they said was, well, by golly, we got rapidly changing science. No, you don't, you got a rapidly changing political quagmire you're caught in. Well, now they're saying, your papers, please lull with the details in seconds on your radio.
9: money and as members of the united precious metals association we can use our gold at any store just like a credit card or i can ask them to drop it right into mommy and daddy's bank account because we're a upma member family find out more at upma.org that's upma.org
10: why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less anybody ever had less money this year than you had last Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's gonna do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money.
1: All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman, Lowell Nelson, Campaign for Liberty.org, doing a phenomenal job. So they're all over the place, uh, denying the truth, lying to people, getting caught lying, manipulating the data. They have an agenda big time. Rand Paul already had the coronavirus. He's got natural immunity. They say that's not good enough. He says, I'm not taking the vaccine. I don't need it. Will that be good enough? Time will tell. He better not go to Oregon. Yeah. The state of Oregon now saying papers, please, lol. Papers, please. Oregon now requires proof of vaccinations, right? Jordan Shashkel, I think is how you say the name. Incredible article by Jordan talking about the fact that Oregon uh, was not the first state to create a coronavirus a vaccine passport you know oregon i'm sorry new york was that but oregon the first state to demand proof other states and other people and other companies and businesses are saying we'll do it on the honor system not the state of oregon they're dipping their toe in this manipulation they're going to see how far they can push the american people lol that's
2: uh, right sam they sure are uh, you've outlined that very nicely and he this uh, Skatstal concludes his column with two very important points, and we've made these points repeatedly on this show, but they bear repeating. Number one, there is no comprehensive trial that shows masks actually work at preventing COVID-19, and so the premise for this mask policy is absolutely false. Really, no evidence that cloth masks help to stop the spread of a sub-microscopic infectious particle. In fact, Sam, there is more evidence demonstrating that masks may act as a vector for disease transmission than for stopping the COVID 19 transmission. And the second great point that he makes, that uh, Scatstool makes at the end of his article, he says if vaccines protect you from COVID 19, then why worry about the unvaccinated people? There is zero science behind the idea of a COVID 19 vaccine passport and uh, so those are the two important points uh he makes at the end of his article bottom line sam it really appears that oregon is on the path to a vaccine passport and people there are not happy about it you you you've reported this last week the the fact that there's five actually seven counties in oregon uh well five in oregon voted in favor of leaving the state of oregon and becoming part of idaho and also, two in the Northern California want to be part of that mix. They want to be part of Idaho because uh, they don't want this tyrannical vaccine passport uh, requirement uh, coming down on top of them. So uh, it's pretty uh, pretty weird that Oregon, our next-door neighbor right here next to Utah and Idaho, would be uh, thinking about a vaccine passport. But I guess their legislature, their governor, tyrannical
1: Sam. well and this just proves the agenda that they're on they're all in lockstep for this why are they pushing for this with no scientific evidence you know joe biden claimed when he became president uh, that they were going to follow the science now joe biden running around wearing masks even though scientifically the cdc his own agency says not necessary uh why does fauci keep doubling down and making all these claims When challenged by other physicians, he argues with them and and literally lies to their face only to admit that they're right and he was wrong. And I mean, they're literally going down this path, and the only way they get stopped is by enough American people standing up and challenging and saying, no, no, this isn't right, we're not doing this, and eventually they get exposed and we get the truth, but it takes a Rand Paul to challenge Fauci on the Senate floor. It takes the American people to push back and say, no, listen, stop. This is insane. We better get involved, Lowell, or they're going to steamroll us on this. They're going to get one or two states, like a California and an Oregon. Then they're going to get a couple of businesses, say an airlines and a um, a large uh, supermarket, like a Walmart or somebody like that. And, and pretty soon that's going to take hold, and they're going to say, well, we're doing it in private business, or the states are doing it, not the feds, and they can do what they want to. They have complete latitude, and they're going to lie and push this, Um, unless the people dig in and put a stop to it, they're going to get steamrolled on this one. And it's going to be a tragic day, lol.
2: That's right, Sam. This, uh, idea of a vaccine passport. I like your uh, piece last week, uh, Ben, uh, what's his name? Uh, truth in media, uh, saying we need to fight this vaccine passport tooth and nail. I mean, there's nothing more important than, than fighting this concept because, uh, just, it just harks back to the days of um, you know the, the the oppression the Jews felt prior to Nazi uh, Germany, you know, in Nazi Germany prior to their um, you know being escorted to the prisons in Auschwitz and other places. I mean, uh, you know, if you don't have your papers in order, you can't go anywhere, can't do anything, can't go to the movie theater. And these politicians, they're slick. They're going to claim they never mandated, they never required you to. Have a, a passport, a vaccine passport. But if the businesses do the dirty work in their behalf, you know, be, then then they won't need to. So we need to push back on this. Uh, let's stop. Let's stop uh, frequenting, patronizing businesses that uh, require, you know, proof of uh, vaccination. Let's, uh, you know, I, I even heard Sam that uh, there's an airline or there are countries in Europe that won't let you fly to their into their countries unless. You have been vaccinated, you know, received this experimental gene therapy cocktail of drugs injection. And uh, that's very, very concerning because uh, they're just choking down on the people uh, little bit by little bit. And uh, we just as a people, we have to push back against this, Sam.
1: There's no doubt about it. You mentioned Ben Swan. We highlighted his uh, work last week. And we do from time to time because Ben is a dear friend. Ben's right as rain, and he uses all kinds of different um, videos and terms to focus on the things that he's doing. And you mentioned the one we talked about last week, which is basically fight like heck (laughs) against vaccine passports. Um, Censored by YouTube. That video got censored by YouTube even. Uh, from Ben Swan, but he's right as rain about this. Now, this is kind of interesting also, uh, what I want to point out to uh, Lowell, which is interesting. There's a term. It's I-C-Y-M-I. I-C-Y-M-I. So they say a semicolon, and then they say whatever they say, and it is a way, from what I understand, to kind of point people to certain news. It's a new acronym being used. So it says a semi, fight like quote hell against, vaccine passports, and that got censored by YouTube. So they're not even allowing us to uh, get the word out. More and more and more shutdown. The only good news is there's a lot of people that are kind of following my lead, lol, and uh, getting involved in the media and creating their own new media. Uh, opportunities. We've been doing it for longer than most. But Ben Swan and Del Bigtree are working together on one. Uh, as you know, President Trump's building one. As you know, Mike, Lindell is building one, um, there's a lot of people trying to build new media services, and I commend them for their work. But this is serious because they're trying to shut down our very ability to even say what we think or believe. What they claim is it's fake news and you can't say that, only to find out that it is real news right?
2: Exactly. Yep. I'm so grateful for you and other alternative news sources for doing what you do. We just uh, would be much, much worse situation today if we didn't have you and other alternative media outlets, Sam. So kudos to well, you, you and to sir. Liberty Roundtable it. for leading the way on this very important work, Sam.
1: Have you seen this Simi word that I'm telling you about?
2: Yeah, it, it stands for In Case You Missed It, right? In Case You Missed It. Um, they, yeah, you know, we use that. I, I, I think people use that in, in uh, social media. So, yeah, In Case You Missed it, It is it, just, I think, I-C-M-Y-I. I-C-Y-M-I, I, I In Case You Missed It.
1: Yeah, I-C-Y-M-I, In Case You Missed It. Uh, there you go. Anyway, very interesting, but they're starting to put that in front of a bunch of headlines now. Uh I find it interesting they're doing that. But there you have it. All right. Final story before the end of the hour, ladies and gentlemen. So much news. Never get to it all, but we'll do the best we can. This is yours truly, Lowell Nelson.
5: Lowell.
2: Well, the Utah State Treasurer stepped down from his office uh, recently or announced that he'd be stepping down. Dave Damson, who served there five or six, seven years, uh he decided to, to step down and uh he's a Republican. And so what this means now is that the Utah Republican Party Central Committee, which is comprised of about 180 persons from all over the state, they have to select three nominees for the governor, and then the governor will appoint one of the three. That selection will occur on Saturday, June 14, just two or three weeks away from us now, and it will be made from among ten candidates who are running for that office. So as a member of that committee, I've been vetting the candidates and uh, I've been asking them two very specific questions. But before I give you my question, Sam, I wanted to ask you what you would ask if you were me. What questions would you have for a candidate for the office of state treasurer here in the state of Utah? Keep in mind the state treasurer He has the duty to manage the the state's banking relationships, their cash collection and the concentration of that cash from state agencies. He's in charge of the funding of disbursements and the reconciliation of state bank accounts. So they have investment funds, they issue bonds, they uh, return unclaimed property. I mean, that's kind of their bailiwick. And so what questions would you have for candidates to this office, Sam?
1: The only thing that I would ask about would be pro-life. I want to know what we're going to do to move the needle on pro-life more than any other issue on the planet. Ladies and gentlemen, Texas, Greg Abbott took the heartbeat bill to the greatest level possible. The second we detect a heartbeat, no murder. uh, We need to move earlier than that even for sure and protect all babies. But it's a tremendous start. The southern states have really taken this pro-life mantra to be serious and real. They've shown their Christianity and their understanding that the whole purpose of government is life. What will you do to make sure we move the ball and shut down abortion, shut down murder in the state of Utah and reject pro-death? That would be my question.
2: Well, excellent question, Sam. I totally agree with you. Now, here's the first question that I've been asking. I say something like, you know, where are you going to invest the Treasury funds given the current deterioration of the dollar, you know, so that the value of these funds is preserved. If you just stick it in the bank, of course, it's going to lose value very fast because the dollar is losing its value so very fast. So what are you going to do with the current investments? Uh, what, 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 what are you going to invest in to, in order to retain value? And typically this turns the discussion towards inflation. We talk about the Federal Reserve, gold and silver coin. And so forth. So that tends to be a fairly productive question. And then, secondly, I ask about states' rights—you know, individual and local sovereignty—and uh, you know whether he's going to ignore some of the tyrannical demands of the central government, or if, if he's going to acquiesce. So, and I would ask my second a stand-
1: question. I would ask my second question, kind of like your first question. Which I would say this though: should the should the state of Utah be receiving any federal government funds? And the answer is yes. I would say why, you know, justify that. If the answer is no. I would say then what are you going to do to make sure we quit taking that money and we become an independent state? Thanks, Lord. God save the Republic.
0: Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains,
6: the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show.
1: All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman, live on your radio, hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for May 24th. In the year of our Lord, 2021, this is our two of two and the goal always to protect life, liberty and property and to promote God, family and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. The good doctor in the house, Dr. Scott Bradley, freedomsrisingsun.com, his website back with me. Welcome to the broadcast, sir.
4: Well, thank you very much and good morning to everybody.
1: Wow, there's a big old debate about vaccines. that seems to never And, ladies and gentlemen, the battles rage on like you couldn't believe. Dr. Bradley, let's start with some of the latest changes that we've got going on here. I don't know if you know about this new term. I don't know how you say it, but it's ISIMI or whatever. It's I-C-Y-M-I. In case you missed it, have you seen that acronym used now?
4: I have not. I've been on the road, and it's uh, been kind of out of pocket in uh, very low technology areas.
1: (laughs) All right. Anyway, there you have it. It's a new term. But it turns out that Ben Swan, truthinmedia.com, did an incredible video about Fauci lied to Congress about gain-of-function research with regards to the coronavirus. And it's a very serious, serious charge, to say the least. Uh, it got kicked off big time when Rand Paul quizzed down Fauci in a Senate committee hearing. Paul suggested that the National Institutes of Health had funded gain of function research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, which could have contributed to an accidental leak or lab leak, if you will. Uh, of course, Fauci emphatically denied. The charge, telling Paul that he was completely incorrect. Now, the problem with this is I think that going to get caught in more lies, Dr. Bradley.
4: Well, the gain of function issue was something that was on the table very, very early in the discussion. Uh, probably a year ago, last March, uh, that was discussed, and how the some of the research had been done here in the States was shipped offshore. Uh, And I think that, uh, I mean, who knows the the behind-the-scenes reasons why, but because everything about this gain-of-function stuff stinks. There should be no, no, no effort to put into this. Who would, in their right mind, say that we ought to be increasing the virility, the deadliness, all this kind of stuff in anything that's going to be potentially... Something that, that uh, through mistake or otherwise, could be unleashed on humanity. And uh, the, uh, the understanding I had, I mean, 14, 15 months ago, was that that research was being, uh, I think it was being done in North Carolina. I'm going to have to do a little bit of back backstop on that. It's been, like I say, 14, 15 months. And got offshore to uh, Wuhan. And uh, so whatever came out of that, should never have been begun to begin with. Now, of course, I've always said the Fauci facade, I mean, since 14 months ago, and uh, to say that uh, there's been anything uh, less than disingenuous on this whole procedure and facade would be, I think, stressing it. Uh, I think as broadly as you can put it, the lies, lies, and more darn lies that uh, we've been told over the last year, I am absolutely appalled. And, and I really do believe that if this thing is brought to fruit, there should be war crimes-type trials held. And the Nuremberg kind of thing would be pale in existence in comparison to what ought to be done. The people that have their lives have been destroyed, not just dead people, we're talking about people whose lives have been destroyed, their livelihood, families, economies, uh, entire nations, literally, our, our whole infrastructure in terms of uh, proper government has has been put uh, to risk and and so yeah this this kind of stuff is is really an issue and, and there's a whole bunch more around it to, I mean people say follow the science I say there has been no science whatsoever in any point in the approach that we have taken there is no you say, "Where's the science?" Well, my guess, my golly, we don't need masks. Oh, we better have masks. Oh, now we need two masks. Three's even better. This idea—I mean—that's just the tip of the iceberg in the whole thing. There's nothing. And then, doctor, science.
1: when yes, we sir. say there's no science, what they say is they say oh, we're just responding to rapidly changing science. Uh, well, the it's a scientific lie. Scientific reality <laughs> is that science does not rapidly change. You could say no, if, we made a it's... new discovery. Well, that's fine, but you still have to take it from a hypothesis to a theory to a. We still have to time test it and duplicate it and do all the things that that you would need. It doesn't change rapidly, and we just embrace rapid changes. That's not the way science works. That, in and of itself, should be an easy lie for any American to spot. Well, you would think so, but but the problem is, is they they trot out
4: these. Um, <sighs> Uh, they're just euphemisms. Uh, You say, oh, follow the science. Oh, we follow the science. Okay, so the science, CDC is saying mask, 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 mask. And the CDC says, don't mask. Then the people that want masks are saying, no, 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 They said that too quickly. They have, uh, oh, no, they've overstepped their bounds. There is no science. You stop it. There is no science about how far these germs will spread. Six feet? 180 feet? I mean, I have seen a whole spectrum of their method of spreading. The idea of uh, the asymptomatic versus symptomatic spreading. There's, to my knowledge, no true evidence that asymptomatic people spread this. So you're taking people that are apparently completely uh, uh, unsick, if you will, they're healthy. I don't know if you can say everybody's un- unhealthy or healthy completely, but you get the idea. If you get an asymptomatic kind of uh, consideration on these people, and, and they can't spread it. Well, we're shutting the whole society down for this. The idea that uh, that this is deadly, 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 deadly. Well, in most age groups, it's like 99.9996 recoverable until you get into these pre-existing uh, con- conditions that are comorbidities that these people are at death's door anyway. I, every single step of the way. You look at the uh, PCR test. You do the uh, amplifications on that test. Well, you can get anything you want out of that test. The developer said it is not a diagnostic tool. It is a research tool. That is all. And that has been the basis under which they've said all of
1: these cases that have come out. And even Fauci, even Fauci has bought into that lie at first, letting everybody think the tests were legitimate. And then later he was forced to admit that if cycles go above 35, uh, then all of the uh, results are bogus.
5: Uh, and and now any.
1: and now at they're no changing iterations. the number they're ratcheting it down to 28 so that there'll be less quote false positives but the reality is you can't trust the test anyway no you re- i don't care how many iterations you do
4: it's for research purposes only and then you look at what they're calling a vaccine it is not a vaccine it's not fda approved and you look at their testing procedures they the most they tested was a few weeks and And the then you look at these adverse reactions that are happening if anything happens more than forty eight hours after the injection you say oh it's it's not related there's there's no uh, there's no documentable evidence that it's related to this thing. Oh you heard about that kid in in Draper, Utah, the basketball player that's got paralyzed, basically, and they say, oh, no, 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 it, it, oh, I can't be related. Now his dad is has, has having adverse reaction over the things. I mean, these are big guys, healthy guys, you know, six foot eight, six foot nine, uh, you know, a picture of health kind of thing. I think the dad's only like 42 or something like that. The kid's a high school kid. and And it's like, People just say, follow the science. <clears throat> what does the science have to say? There is no science. What's the short-term adverse effects? Well, any, the only thing they've ever considered might be a adverse uh, reaction is within 48 hours, and that's a sore shoulder and a fever maybe. But if you get beyond that and you're having all these blood clots
1: and you have strokes and you have heart attacks. Yeah, now you, you have- hear the latest from the CDC, right, doctor? The CDC says vaccine may lead to heart issues in the young. Now they're saying that. Well, see, there is no science.
4: We don't know the long-term effects. And so what's happening, and and let's let's take it another step. I mean, I can't think of a place where this is settled science. But you look at this mRNA thing. They have been trying for decades to develop an mRNA-type vaccine with a COVID family kind of thing. They've tried them on animals. Virtually all the animals die. The first humans to get this stuff to really put into their body are the people that are getting it done now because they're part of a big experiment that's going to go on for a couple of more years before the F- FDA is looking and say, well, we think now that we can probably certify this as, as a FDA approved. You're part of a big experiment, but the mRNA historical experiences have been, all the animals died, basically. There may have been a few lit, live, but but it's a pretty big risk. And the fact of the matter is, they've tried for even decades more, spent billions of dollars for viral-type uh, vaccines for stuff like and AIDS and HIV and the common cold. And none of them have been successful. So we, at warp speed, developed something. Oh, follow the science, they say. I think they did it in an afternoon coffee clatch. Uh, in, the, in their labs and said, let's throw this mRNA thing on the table and let's get injecting these people. I mean, they, they have carrier viruses in them, and, and the this AstraZeneca one out of England, I mean, it's a chimpanzee carrier virus. Who the heck says this is okay? You look at the aborted fetal tissue that's used in at least the development of it, and some of it has that tissue in there, you know, human embryo kidney. I mean, look at it. If it, say, if it says H E K, for example, that's just one example. H E K stands for human embryo kidney. They oh, it happened years ago. This is cloned stuff. Forget it. Babies died. You're you're pumping an aborted baby fetal tissue into your arm when you get this, and that's not cannibalistic. Holy cow!
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it gets worse. We'll tell you why in seconds. Are you into conspiracy theories or into conspiracy facts or what? Liberty Roundtable Live with Dr. Scott Bradley, freedomsrisingsun.com.
8: You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems, at all times and in all places, is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids.
5: Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault, Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles which are simple no need for a complex formula one goal one aim a strategy like the heroic christians of the past we win they lose nothing less big q little q the calm before the storm by a friend of Mejigoria. the strategy of heaven revealed big q little q the calm before the storm available on amazon.com or by calling caritas in the u.s at 205-672-2000
1: back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. As I mentioned, it gets worse, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay, Fauci lied on gain-of-function research, ladies and gentlemen, and Rand Paul caught him at it, and it's going to get worse as we continue to expose the lies. They have bit off more than they can chew on this coronavirus thing, and they're going to deceive people, but later you're going to find all kinds of unexplained illnesses. You're going to find women that can't have babies. You're going to find all kinds of disastrous results. But in the past, they've been been able to get away with these conspiracies, not theories, facts. But now we're getting so good in the news that we're catching them at at every turn. Fauci's already been forced to admit he lied and did political theater over the masks. Now he's lying over gain-of-function research. Senator Paul suggested that the National Institutes of Health had funded gain-of-function research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, and maybe that leaked, and Fauci said, oh, no, that couldn't be true. However, listen carefully. The lab leak theory, they say, once dismissed by most mainstream sources as a conspiracy theory, has gained momentum in recent weeks. A number of experts and officials have either outright supported the theory or have decided that they can't say that it's not possible or not true they're refusing to rule it out even the world health organizations initial inquiry into the virus into the virus's origins early this year dismissed the theory but the body has since backtracked and acknowledged that it may be possible. Anthony Fauci, for example, the top medical expert for Biden, is no longer convinced that COVID-19 was brought about by a natural origin. So they're all starting to admit the truth. Why? Because a House Intel report, quote, overwhelming evidence, COVID leaked from a Wuhan lab finds the Chinese military involved in research, possibly funded by the United States. Art Moore with the piece at WND.com. We're starting to document too much evidence where they're all starting to admit that at first they tried to claim this with a conspiracy theory. Now there's so much evidence they can't claim that anymore. Not even Fauci can lie anymore, Dr. Bradley.
4: Well, here's the deal. And this has always been this program. It's always the program, follow the money. Now you can look at at the bazillions of dollars. I read a thing very recently here where there was like nine new billionaires created by this uh, this so-called pandemic. Because I, I, it's it's so weird. Anyway, nine new billionaires. But the fact of the matter is, the corporations are making the bazillions of dollars. But it's even beyond that. I think back in our Utah governor when he last March a year ago, uh, declared a state of emergency. It took three more weeks before Utah had its first COVID-related COVID-related. Death now now I'm not convinced it was anything more than the person who had a comorbidity. I mean you know they maybe had uh you know something like diabetes, they had stroke, they had obesity, they had pulmonary function uh, you know that was failing what, whatever you you can name whatever you want, but at any rate, with three weeks later, we got our covid first covid related death, but the emergency had already been declared. And that opened the door for literally billions of dollars to come into the state of Utah. Now, multiply that across all of the other states, and you look at what has been renewed time after time after time with that. And in fact, this uh, past week, the state of Utah had a uh, special legislative session to accept further federal funds. I think there was 1.2 or 1.4 or something like that, billion dollars on the table. And it's like really, really, follow the money, people and and I there's a old adage, in consequence of the evil designs which do and will exist in the hearts of conspiring men, we are being warned, okay, this is a warning, follow the money, there's way too much at stake. We are not in an honest environment, and there are when when you get literally billions of dollars that are exchanging hands over something. You know, uh, look at what Esau did. He sold his his birthright for a mess of pottage. We in the United States, the whole entire world has sold their heritage of liberty gr- existing to greater or lesser degrees in different countries. But it, take the United States, for example. We have sold our entire liberty heritage, heritage for a mess of pottage by a pack of liars that have time and time again told us, oh, we're just following the science. Again. I, I can't find a single instance when there has been an equivocal science that has said this is the program. This is what needs to be done. There has never been this. It's all be, by guess and by golly. It's agenda-driven, and we have destroyed the nation for that. Now, if Fauci has found a liar and he claims to not have known, he's either the most dense idiot that has ever existed or has lost as much traction as Joe Biden has in his mental capacity. I mean, it, this this is absurd at every single, every single step. And the long-term effects, we haven't even talked about that because they don't even have any idea what a long-term effect is. You know, weeks is all they looked at this, if at all. And uh, they jumped over animal tests in most instances, which, you know, there's an ethical issue with animals, if you want to think about that. But the fact of the matter is, they they injected in third world country kids. I mean, that's why a lot of black people are are averse to taking the the injection because so many of the tests are done in Africa, and you get autistic little boys by the by the bushel full with some of these things that are happening. And you say, oh well, they're just oh they're just uh, kids in Africa. They don't really count. They're not. They don't have as much value as American kids. Now we're injecti- injected in American kids and pregnant women it is absurd what we are doing with an untested technology with aborted baby fetal tissue involved in it with mrna technology untested for safety and effect- efficacy short or long term we don't know how long it's going to last in fact i saw here a while back uh that uh, fauci's saying as soon as maybe the fall there's going to need to be a booster shot and, and in fact oh here's here's a thing i saw the other day this is good a guy says oh so your mask doesn't work unless I'm wearing one, too. Oh, and your shot doesn't work unless I've had mine, too. What does that tell you? It tells you that they don't have a clue what value we're getting from any of this stuff, how long it'll last, if anything, if it's going to turn everybody into one short leg or something like that in six months. Who knows? We don't know. And, and they're running it like it's, uh, it's proven science-based technology. The only science they had is they boiled it out in a test tube, I guess. I don't know. Is that science? I guess you could say baking a cake is science then, too. But we're putting the health of the world, the economy of the world, the liberty of the world at stake because of a bunch. Well, I say they're either ignorant, they're deceived, or they're deceivers. I can't think of another category you could put these people in that are doing this. And so I I perceive that most of those that are involved in the uh, manufacture and distribution of this are, are deceivers. But here's the other thing. We've set aside our God. Historically, we looked at Christ as our Savior. Now there are physicians and researchers and scientists and pharma companies and politicians. They're going to save us. Woo-woo. Oh, no, that's woo Okay. Anyway, I'm telling you that we have turned our hearts from God and we have looked to the wisdom of those that are most economically to gain, with no risk on their part, we have turned our Savior over to derailment. I mean, who talks about what James talked about in chapter 5? You know, this. You, know, you get sick, call the elders, anoint you with oil, bless them, those kind of things. And there are other faith-based uh, uh, traditions that other religions have. We have turned our back on our God and our Christ in order to worship at the altar of COVID. I am sick to death of this. And if you think I don't have an opinion, you better just ask me sometime. I'll turn some time back over to you, Sam.
1: (laughs) Well, here's the funny thing. They've mocked us for over a year. Any of us who said that there was legitimacy to a lab leak scenario, some are saying that's accidental. Some might even say it's on purpose. That's another topic. But there's more and more evidence that this is the case. So this uh, House Intel report documents overwhelming evidence that COVID-19 came from a lab and it was leaked That it was gain-of-function research that the US funded. Even after the Obama administration shut down funding, Fauci and others continued the funding. Now CDC Director Rochelle Alinsky admitted After John Kennedy quizzed her down, she admitted, yes, it's possible that the COVID-19 virus could have leaked from a lab. I've got a whole lot more. Hang tight with Dr. Bradley.
5: Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening
6: to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride.
0: A staunch critic of the Eastern European country of Belarus has been arrested after their president forced the plane he was on to land in the capital city of Minsk. Dan Rocky from the Ohio USA
9: Radio News Bureau reports: A leading Belarusian opposition figure has been arrested after being pulled off of a commercial flight. Roman Pratasevich was arrested Sunday after Belarus's President Alexander Lukashenko ordered a military jet to guide a Ryanair flight down in the Belarusian capital of Minsk. The flight was en route to Vilnius, Lithuania, from Athens. Pratasevich was detained at the Minsk airport. After about five hours, the flight was allowed to continue to Vilnius. Pratasevich is a former editor of one of the leading opposition media outlets in the country and one of the most vocal critics of Lukashenko, who's ruled in Belarus for 26 years. In a statement, Secretary of State Antony Blinken called for Prenticevich's immediate release, calling his arrest a shocking
0: act. The Republic of Belarus is a landlocked country with 9.5 million citizens. USA Radio News.
9: Hello, this is Wayne Alaroot for our
7: newest sponsor, Asset Strategies, or ASI for short. ASI is a precious metals powerhouse. They sell gold and silver. Never in history has there been a more important moment to buy gold and silver. ASI has been in business for 39 years. They've served over 20,000 clients and sold $5 billion worth of gold, silver, and precious metals with zero complaints. Last year, gold saw gains of 25%. Silver nearly doubled gold's performance. Now Democrats are in charge. Green New Deal, open borders, free health care for elite. Bail out broke cities and states. The debt is about to go through the stratosphere. The time to buy is now. The owners of ASI, Michael and Rich Checkin, have been my close personal friends for 16 years. ASI is the company I trust when it comes to buying and selling precious metals. Call now to receive a free consultation and a free one-ounce Silver Eagle with every qualifying purchase when you mention the Wayne Alleroo Show. Call 800 That's 800 Or visit AssetStrategies.com.
0: As Arizona continues to investigate election irregularities in Maricopa County, a Georgia judge on Friday ordered Atlantis-Fulton County to unseal more than 145,000 absentee ballots cast during the 2020 election, allowing voters organized for trust election results in Georgia to evaluate the legitimacy of the ballots. Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger says allowing this audit provides another layer of transparency and citizen engagement, end quote. The Department of Agriculture says it will be rolling out loan forgiveness payments aimed at farmers based on their skin color. The fund was established in order to provide government aid to farmers and ranchers for pandemic losses, as long as your skin color is not white. According to Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsick, the program will benefit up to 13,000 black, Hispanic, Native American, Asian Americans, and Pacific Islander farmers. The Billboard Music Awards were last night. From Los Angeles, California, Billie Eilish won Best Female Artist and Best New Artist. This is USA Radio News.
1: All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. This gain-of-function research scenario is huge. The government's going to get caught in their lies, ladies and gentlemen. They're already setting the stage for when the lies get exposed The lab leak theory once dismissed as conspiracy theory. Now no one's backing away from it. In fact, Anthony Fauci, the top medical professor for over a year, said that's bogus conspiracy. Now he's saying, well, I'm no longer convinced that it's conspiracy. The House Intel report created 21 page report. Overwhelming evidence that COVID-19 did leak from a lab. The CDC director, Rochelle Alinsky, now admits that it's possible A group of 18 prominent scientists created an open letter. They published a paper in what they call the Journal Science calling for an investigation into the origins of the pandemic, insisting that an accidental leak from a lab cannot be ruled out. They say the Chinese didn't do a fair investigation. It wasn't balanced and fair. By the way, it turns out there's overwhelming circumstantial evidence however to support a lab leak as the origination of COVID-19 while there is no substantive evidence supporting the natural zoonosis hypothesis in other words that hey it came from an animal there's no evidence the Chinese haven't identified any animal there's no evidence of that really whatsoever but they've been lying to you this just proves their agenda, Dr. Bradley. They're not being fair about the science. There's a whole lot more evidence of a leak. There's a whole lot more evidence of money flowing to these Chinese by the United States. There's more evidence of that reality, whether it was leaked by mistake or on purpose is a whole nother discussion. But that uh, you know, likelihood is much greater, backed by a whole lot more evidence than the theory they've been pushing for well over a year, but they haven't claimed theirs as a theory. And so they've been lying to the people. You've got to ask the question, why? Well, Answer, when you follow the money, now. they're all about
4: control, aren't they? Exactly. It's the Well, there's an agenda. And everything, everything I have seen from the moment this came on the scene, it smelled to high heaven as a conspiratorial effort, a true conspiracy. And there, if you don't think there are conspiracies, people are living under a rock. Conspiracies are what humankind does. A third grade girl will try and conspire to keep one of her friends or a, a so-called friend out of somebody else's birthday party. I mean, come on. This is what humanity does. And the fact is, when there's billions, perhaps even trillions of dollars in, in uh, at stake, and when there are overthrowing of free societies at stake, When satanic powers are trying to overthrow the freedom of mankind, you can't tell me that this is not a probability. I have thought from the very, in fact, the media, in fact, religious leaders, in fact, government leaders, I am absolutely convinced that many of them were at the table. They got their script probably in January at the latest a year ago in which they knew exactly the media players. Absolutely. As soon as this hit the ground, the media, it it was not a narrative. It was a script that the, the talking heads were all telling the same story. And I've told you about my 28 minute interview with a large media outlet in the state of Utah. They used nine seconds of my interview because they had an agenda from the moment this started now. So what do we do? Americans have got to push back on this. Now, what do you say? Oh, Congress has got to investigate. When Congress investigates, I think it's not to come to the truth. I think it's to come to a cover-up. I mean, you look at the JFK thing, you know, the Warren Commission. You look at the 9-11 Commission thing. You look at the TWA shoot-down. You look at the uh, KAL-007 shoot-down. Everything they have done obfuscated the truth. There have been lies lies and more darn lies to claim and you've got lies regarding
1: the syphilis experiment on the blacks you've got lies about um sterilizing women in the past you've got lies about all kinds of government false flags and cover-ups and and intentional experiments on the people and we need to really clearly say you know what however this leaked you know what i believe it was on purpose And I believe now they're trying to really experiment with these so-called vaccines. They're not even vaccines. Okay, and they know this, but they want to force the experiment. And just like they've done in World War II, there's no way to bring us into it except for creating false flag so big, so abhorrent, so in your face that nobody dare deny it. None dare deny the COVID kind of a thing. No no one dare call COVID-19 a conspiracy. Um, That's where we are. Uh, and that's uh, what they've relied on for the last year. But Americans are waking up and pushing back and not taking uh, the lies. And I think they're going to lose on this one, Doctor well, Bradley. I really sec- do. Th-
4: think for a second, though, Sam. The the monumental position we're at, 150 million Americans, round numbers, I don't know the exact number, 150 million Americans, we're talking half the population of this entire nation has been injected with an experimental medical procedure, again, with all the downsides that I've mentioned earlier in, in this little discussion, 150 million Americans. We don't know if two years from now, the autoimmune system stuff will go over the top. We don't know if there'll be more heart attacks, strokes, pulmonary problems. We don't know if there'll be more autism. We don't know any of that. We don't know. And in my county, they've been injecting high school students at the high schools and clinics so-called that they've set up there. And none of this, none of this is FDA approved, which in my opinion doesn't give any credibility to anything anyway, because you listen to the radio TV ads that come on and and you look at the track record they've got with the somatic type uh, medications that have been involved in virtually every single mass shooting that we've ever had in this country, well, since about 1990 anyway. I mean, I guess we didn't have mass uh, uh, somatic drugs back in 1890 when there were mass killings. But the fact of the matter is, people listen to what is being done to us with no science. And and it's it's appalling to me. Now, I remember back in 76, when I think it was about 1976, when about 48 million people were injected at Gerald Ford's behest for a flu that killed one person in the nation. They called off the test because the risk on the te- on the, uh, the injections was far higher than it was in the um, in, in, for the flu. But we've got 150 million-plus Americans already injected. And if something happens 48 hours after the injection, oh, no, no, no there's, there's no evidence that they're related. I mean, yeah, if you, if you had a stroke, as soon as it got in your arm, they're going to say, oh, well, let's look into that. But this idea that they get they get a pass after 48 hours, and sometimes it cooks in your body for a while before your body says, "I'm shutting down. This ain't working, man." I mean, oh, and suddenly you've got these blood clots in your lungs. I mean, people that we know personally have had things that have gone down on them, but they're saying, oh, no, no, it's not related. It, it no, it, it can't be. It's, it, it happened two weeks later." Well, really. Sometimes it takes a little bit of uh, gestation, if you will. I mean, people don't know they're pregnant until some period of time after they got exposed. <laughs> I mean, come on, people. This is one of the most idiotic. We are, we are straining at gnats, swallowing camels, and we're selling our heritage for a mess of pottage, and it's free. Or will you get a free beer, or you get, in, you get um, put into a million-dollar lottery. Uh, possibility, or or your your employer, I, uh, the, uh, Walmart, I think is is paying their associates seventy five bucks to get the shot, people, seventy five dollars, and you don't know what they're doing. You oh, next time they ask for a brain uh, uh, tissue sample, sure, take some. That's an invasive process, people, and this is an invasive process in reverse. They're jabbing Im- aborted baby fetal tissue. Uh, uh, constructs of some sort that have been put in there. They're putting in an unproven uh, RNA potentially uh, modifying thing. They're putting stuff in there that's never, ever, ever proven effective or safe. And it's, it's like we're lining up for this. I mean, it's like Hitler took people to the concentration camps. He at least had to put a point of a bayonet at their back and push them along we're we're following like sheep to the slaughter and and who knows there may be no 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 long-term side effects nothing but are you willing to take that chance are, are apparently we are but most people are completely ignorant of what's at risk it seems like and when you get these guys like fauci who's been the biggest cheerleader for this thing since day one I mean, it's his 15 minutes of fame. I mean, who has to wait until they're 80 years old before they get this? And then they run off the rails with it. And the politicians, holy cow. And the pharma companies are, are just dancing in the streets with the bazillions of dollars they're making. And, and the scientists and researchers are, are out there, heroes, suddenly, about this thing. And, and our Savior has been put on the shelf. We no longer look to Christ as a Savior in this nation. We look to pharma, to physicians, to researchers. They've saved us. Oh, my goodness. And God gave us these pharma researches and stuff. Why didn't, why didn't we look to him for his solution to begin with? I don't know. I don't know.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, hang tight. We want to finish on this. We the people have got to wake up and push back, and we've got to do it now.
3: The
1: The debate, ladies and gentlemen, whether COVID 19 vaccines are really gene therapy is red hot. They claim that we're lying when we say it's just gene therapy. They say it's vaccine, I say it's not. The debate rate is on. It all depends on how you define definitions and what's a vaccine, and they're manipulating it all now. But here's the real red-hot core of the debate just for your consideration. Experimental gene therapies do not have financial liability shielding from the government, but vaccines do, even at the experimental stage. As long as the emergency use authorization is in effect, this is indeed – a major incentive to make sure this technology is perceived as a vaccine and nothing else. So by maintaining the illusion, ladies and gentlemen, that COVID-19 is a vaccine or a state of emergency when in reality it's not, government leaders are co- providing cover for these gene therapy companies and they're doing it because they claim they have to. So Fauci lied about masks, got caught, said, hey, I had to lie because I didn't want all the people taking the masks from the frontline medical personnel who needed them, so I lied. Okay, n- now he's wearing double masks, and he says, oh, now I, I you know, played political theater even though Rand Paul caught me at it because I had to. I didn't want to be inconsistent. We're finding more and more and more lies, but we're exposing them and slowly but surely getting to the bottom of the truth. Whether it will be enough for the average American for the mainstream uh, to admit or whether it will be a JFK debate forever, Will still yet to be seen but i submit to you the whole core of this hinges on how much the american people stand up and push back dr bradley if we don't then they'll get to continue and perpetuate their lie if we push back enough we can stop the con game it's all up to we the people sir well indeed it is and it always has been honestly uh, we
4: the people have a responsibility to put people in office that will uphold their oath of office we the people have become complacent to the point we're complicit and and we are absolutely sharing the blame. We're probably the source of the blame that we've allowed these secret combinations, these conspiracies, that to, to get above us, and and they're more highly organized, more cleverly disguised, more powerfully promoted than ever before. And these people are the ones that are running things. And and you you mentioned a very interesting um, truth, and and it really is a truism. Uh, if you tell one lie, and In order to support that lie, you have to tell another. In order to support that lie, you tell another. To the point that you become so completely involved and engaged that it's difficult uh, to even tell what's what's a truth and what's a lie. And it just pulls you in farther and farther and farther every time. And it's interesting to me, if I can find it quickly, what Thomas Jefferson said about this. Um, Let's see now okay here's uh, here's what he said in um, this this lying thing uh virtue and everything like that he's talking about it in a letter to his uh his nephew Peter Carr. this was a seventeen eighty five letter uh talking about extricating himself out of a problem he says though you cannot see when you take one step, what will be the next yet uh, follow truth justice and plain dealing and never fear their leading you out of the labyrinth in the easiest manner possible the knot which you thought a gordian one will untie itself before you nothing is so mistaken as the supposition that a person is to extricate himself from a difficulty by intrigue by chicanery by dissimulation by trimming by an untruth by an injustice this increases the difficulties tenfold and those who pursue these methods get themselves so involved at length that they cannot—they can turn no way, but their infamy becomes more exposed. It is of great importance to set a resolution not to be shaken, never to tell an untruth. There is no vice so mean, so pitiful, so contemptible, and he who permits himself to tell a lie once finds it much easier to do it a second and third time till at length it becomes habitual. He tells lies without attending to it and truths without b- the world's believing him. This falsehood of the tongue leads to that of the heart and in time defraves all its good dispositions. I give this letter, by the way, it's a much more expansive letter than this, to all the young people I teach. And virtue and everything is built in it and study habits and everything else like that. But this little segment about a lie, you know, this Gordian knot, most Americans probably don't even know what a Gordian knot is anyway, but go look it up. But the fact of the matter is, this Gordian knot has been tied around our necks. It's not just something that you're working with with your hands. We are, the noose is tightened. And, and, you know, it's interesting. When I was a kid, we used to have a saying, you accept their nickel, you accept their noose. And I don't know the origins of it. We just figured that you allow them to put your, their leash around your neck. And we have got a leash around our neck that looks more like a hangman's noose now. And, and we've got to stand up and say we will not accept any further of these things. And we have fools, buffoons, and individuals, in my opinion, who are very much involved in the deception, whether they're ignorant, deceived, or deceivers. I do not know in every case. But we have got a lot of suckers out there that have become... Uh, Assistance in the deception that 's happening in America today and even in around the world, so we as Americans have got to say we 're done we're done with this. This is not going to be on our watch. Our grandkids our grandkids will rise up someday and say, "Why didn't you stop this it's unacceptable so yeah we're uh, we're in a pretty deep problem right now, and it's getting deeper by the moment as we get more and more people injected with this unproven um, medical procedure. Uh, you can't call it a vaccine. And you point out very wisely that this is done to give cover to these people. Back in 1986, Ronald Reagan signed the bill that said vaccine manufacturers are held harmless. The government will protect you. Taxpayer dollars will pay out anybody that's injured. But that if if we can expose this as not a vaccine, and which it is not, it is not in the traditional value in any way doesn't prevent disease, doesn't uh, prevent the spread. It doesn't give long-term. I mean, even Fauci said, saying, well, maybe in December, maybe September, maybe sometime this fall you'll have to get a booster shot. Oh, man, that's another round from those that are making billions of dollars. They'll continue to make billions. And there literally are hundreds of other vaccines that are in the pipe right now that they're going to try and run down uh, and foist upon Americans in the sometime in the near future, too. So it's going to get worse if we don't
1: help stop it. There you have it. It's also really important to point out that, you know what, they lied about masks. They told us that the uh, lab leak theory was a a conspiracy theory. Now they're admitting, oh, a year later, it might be more real than we admitted. Uh, Literally, Fauci lying, saying he wasn't playing theater. Now he admits he's playing theater. Now what they're saying to you is this vaccine is safe and effective, but it's not even a vaccine. It's an experimental gene therapy. We don't know what it will do to the people. And when they say they do, they lie. They say the emergency justifies it, but it's a manufactured emergency, folks. We need to wake up and call a halt to this con game, and we need to do it now. And the problem is when so many people get vaccinated, then they're not probably going to be willing to admit that it's a con game because then they realize personally they've been suckered. The problem is, folks, we've got to get a handle on this because here's the question. If they can pull off this false flag, this dishonest narrative, uh, the only question left is what's next? What next will they say to gain control over you and I, to fleece our wallets, to manipulate the economy? Now they're talking about a digital currency. They're literally doubling down with climate change, with experimental vaccines, And with now digital currency to manipulate us all into a new world. And folks, it isn't going to be a pretty one. It will be one uh, fraught with tyranny and dishonesty. It will be one with communist principles. There will be no God. It is an attack against God. It is like the vaccine tower of Babel where these people want to be above God. And they want to engineer your health. It is sick, it is evil, and it must be stopped, Dr. Bradley. I don't know any other way to put it.
4: Well, <laughs> of course, we haven't changed our tune, okay? You you and I have had this uh, a similar type conversation. It's been, well, what, 60 weeks now. I mean, uh, by the way, we're 60 weeks into two weeks to flatten the curve. And uh, nothing has been diminished in their fervor, in the falsehood that has been promoted, Oh, yeah, just hanging on a little bit longer. These people, you know, like the mayor of Chicago. Oh, no, 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 the CDC did this too soon. Oh, my goodness, we can't. uh, Okay, okay, we got to keep our masks on. Even though the CDC, which has been their god, is saying, "Uh, no, we don't need a mask if you've got vaccines. I think what they did, by the way, with the CDC announcement is that they've said, look, some of these guys are wising up to us. They're saying, no, look, you get the vaccine, you still got to stay masked up. You still got to keep your social distancing. You still got to hand sanitize. You still can't do anything you were able to do before. We've got to give them some kind of idea that there's some value to getting the, the uh, injection. But, but the point of the matter is the, the people have sucker punched us every time we've had a chance. Again, Sam, we haven't changed our, our uh, story. This has been from the very beginning. And it just needs to be told far and wide. And maybe, maybe there's some people that have got, you know, kind of a more mainstream kind of uh, perspective. We'll start telling the story too. But it's time for Americans to back up and say, no, we're not going to do this. We're done. There's no more. We are going to roll this back. And I poor pity the uh, the people that that have taken this injection. On, uh, we're so gullible. So completely trusting, it's and, and I look in our state, in the state of Utah, we have a very, very high compliance rate, and and it's it's belief in oh they'd never do this to us. We're also the big sucker punch people of the the nation when it comes to economic scams, you know, get rich quick schemes. I mean, you look at what's happened in Utah for the last ten decades, and and that's kind of what's happened with us in our. The way we're sucker punched on this. uh, You're right, Dr. Bradley. We've
1: been talking about this for 60 weeks. As you know, we've had similar conversations. Our viewpoint, our stand for truth has not changed. I agree with that. We've been right all along. But the reason for the similar discussion 60 weeks later is more and more and more evidence is coming out that we're correct. And they've lied on so many fronts. And they're getting caught in their lies. And the important thing for you and I to do is to continue telling the tale of truth because if we tell the truth enough maybe we can stop them from their shenanigans because i fear what's going to be next i mean i believe this is a trial run for tyranny and they've really literally had americans sit down and shut up for over a year and now we're still debating it. We've got people believing in the masks and threatening and being hostile to people because they won't wear masks and you're going to kill everybody. And they've literally divided the public. And now that they've vaccinated uh, close to half of us, you know what? Uh, The ones that are vaccinated aren't going to be willing to acknowledge the truth, even if they're told the truth, because it means that their vaccine was taken in vain. Um, The real question is what's going to happen next? And we better stand for the truth. Because otherwise, they're going to take off their gloves as they move us into tyranny, sir. Final words here. Well,
4: oh, well, I tell you, I say that, uh, you know, the mark of the beast, I don't know if this is it, but we're moving towards it. And I, it's It looks like people will have to accept that mark of the beast even to worship in their churches and synagogues because that is where they're taking us with this whole program. And if you've got to wear the mark of the beast to worship, I'm afraid you're in the wrong church.
1: And we better push back, and we better push back hard, clear And now, we the people have a choice. Turn to God in prayer and get up and go to work. For Dr. Scott Bradley, his website freedomsrisingsun.com. Check out his incredible webinars, weekly and more. Q&As, they're incredible. freedomsrisingsun.com, lovingliberty.net, God Save the Republic.